Very good afternoon to all brothers and sisters in the Dhamma. Yeah. So today is the 7th January 2024, Sunday. Yeah. This is our first Sunday class for the year, yeah. the year 2024. We have completed almost all the transcript. Yeah. So now this year, like I intend to we will restart the Heart Sutta. Yeah. So this Heart Sutta is a very comprehensive uh, transcript book compiled over a period of 15 months yeah, of my Sunday class sharing at Wuping Jingse. Yeah. So Wuping Jingse is a Mahayana Vihara yeah, situated in section 11 of Dalinjaya, Malaysia. Yeah. So this particular book has all the essential Dhamma and provisional teachings of the Buddha that you need to understand to develop clear understanding of the sainthood way cultivation. Mm. Then in between there are some uh, little sharing here and there regarding uh, the Bodhisattva way uh, but uh, not much were elaborated or taught uh, so if you can attentively follow this uh, series of sharing which we talk about eight months to complete eh, in the year 2020 when the MCO started when we decide to go on Zoom. So now is our second uh, session to go through this Heart Sutta book again. Eh. So hopefully more and more Kayamita can develop the understanding and faith to cultivate this teaching. Eh. In fact, the last sharing in the year 2020, a few Kaya benefited, especially Sister Po Ching. You must listen with a clear mind, clean slate. Assume you don't know anything. Don't let your, don't let your past knowledge come in and interfere with what you are listening. The knowledge that you have gained from your past practices or earlier practices, you can just allow it to remain in the memory. But don't allow it to come out and interfere. Don't compare. Don't analyze and do all those things. What you need to do is have an open mind to listen attentively to what is being shared. As if you are learning the Buddha Dharma for the first time. Yeah. If you do that, you will learn. You will pick it up very fast. Then from there, with that understanding, you develop the cultivation and put it into practice. Means you cultivate the meditation as taught by the Buddha with understanding. Then you progress very fast. Yeah. Then you will start to see the big difference between awareness-based 
meditation and the usually practice thought-based meditation that most Buddhists or cultivators of the way use or do. Ability to realize the big difference between awareness-based meditation and thought-based meditation is very important. Uh, but that stage is only required eh, when you want to walk the Bodhisattva way later on. But initially, it's good enough to understand what Sati is. So what Sati is has been clearly defined under this Heart Suitable. Eh, I have defined it very clearly. I said Sati is awareness before the knowing means to be in the state of sati or mindful you must have a mind that is without thought you just aware before the aggregates of mind coming before the perception before the feeling before the thinking sankara activity but the pure consciousness is okay. The pure consciousness as an aggregate before the content go in, that one is okay. That one is actually that nature within your true mind. The pure awareness nature. Well, that nature is just aware. And that is what the true mind is. That is what sati is. Aware. So all this are being shared inside the Heart Sutta. Then how to relate it to the cultivation to develop heedfulness, Abhamada, is also shared. So this second round of sharing of this Heart Sutta, maybe over eight to nine months, I'm not very sure, will be slightly different again. This time we zero in on the understanding part which most of Kayamita can follow by now. So the sharing will be a lot more interesting, more in-depth and more impactful for all Kayamitas. Whether you are new or you are old, you can benefit from it. Namo Namo Milofo, Namo Milofo, Namo Pusian Pusa, Namo Pusian Pusa, Namo Pusian Pusa, Namo Tisangwang Pusa, Namo Tisangwang Pusa, Namo Tisangwang Pusa, Namo Four Pusa, Namo Four Pusa, Namo Four Pusa. Arahang Sama Sambuto Bagawa Bhutang Bagawantang Abiwa Demi 
Swakato Bhagavata Dhammo Dhammang Namasami Subhatipano Bhagavato Sawakasango Sanghang Namami Namo atasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo atasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo atasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa Buddhang saranang gachami, Dhammang saranang gachami, Sanghang saranang gachami, Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gachami, Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gachami, Dutiyampi sanghang saranang gachami, Tatiyampi Buddhang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Panati Pataveramani Sikapadang Samadhyami Adinadana Veramani Sikapadang Padang samadhyami Kame sumichachara Veramani sikha padang samadhyami Usawada veramani sikha padang samadhyami Suramiraya majapamadatana Veramani sikha padang samadhyami Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu Okay, let's pay respect to Pajan. Pudang Pujin. Damang Pujin. Sanghang Pujin. Invocation to the Devas In this universe in the entirety, let the dainties and Devas come here. Let them hear the good teachings of the King of Sages, which gives heaven and release, Nibbana. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. Samantha Chiyakawalesu Atrahagachantu Deyuta Saddhamang Munirajasa Sunantu Sakamokadang Sebenan kalau ayang badan tak, sebenan kalau ayang badan tak, 
ดำมัสวรานคาโลอายังปาดันตานะโมอาตาสุบะกาวโตอะระหะโตสัมมาสัมบุตสนะโมอาตาสุบะกาวโตอะระหะโตสัมมาสัมบุตสนะโมอาตาสุบะกาวโตอะระหะโตสัมมาสัมบุตสอิติเปโสภะกาวาอรหังสัมมาสัมบุตโตวิจาจารณาสัมปันโนสุกตโตโลกวิดูอนุตโรปุริสัดมมาสารติสัตตาเดวามนุสานังปุตโตปะกาวะทีสวากาโตปะกาวะตาดโมสันติติโกอักาลิโกเอหิปะเสโกโอปานาอิโกปะจิตังเวดิตาโบเอนอหิตีสุปฏิปันโนบะกาวโตสาวกสังโกอุจุปฏิปันโนบะกาวโตสาวกสังโกญาปฏิปันโนบะกาวโตสาวกสังโกสามีจิปฏิปันโนบะกาวโตสาวกสังโกยาดิดังจัตารีปุริสัยกานีอัตตปุริสัพุกาลาเอสาบะกาวโตสาวกสังโกอาหุเนโยปาหุเนโยตักเนโยอันจัลิการานิโยอนุตรังปุญญังเกตังโลกาสาธิสาดุสาดุสาดุโอเค now we shall officially commence our today's sharing on the Heart Sutta. Like I explained just now, this Heart Sutta transcript book is a very comprehensive. Book on the provisional dhamma that the Buddha has taught us. It is based on the Theravada tradition, yeah. but my nature likes to combine it yeah, with the Mahayana tradition's teaching, because the two teaching they are in fact one and the same teaching. The basic. Fundamental, essential dhamma are the same, but the Mahayana teaching they go further by developing the supreme vehicle teaching, or what we call the Bodhisattva ways teaching, to develop the perfection to realize samasambuddhahood, which Sakyamuni Buddha also did. 
but that phase is very extensive, very long. That's why the provisional teaching of the Buddha, or what they call the initial provisional teaching that the Buddha shared with the world. We often term it the Theravada tradition. These teachings are very useful too, but they are not the supreme vehicle teaching. But they are essential to develop the basic understanding to penetrate the higher teaching. So that's the reason why this provisional teaching was taught. Then like what the Buddha have explained, then he asked the bhikkhu when he was at this, I think, Simsapaha grove. He picked up a handful of leaves from the forest and he asked the bhikkhu, which is small, the leaves on my hand or those in the forest above and below. So the bhikkhu replied, definitely is the leaf that is in the forest above and below. They are so much more than the handful that you have held. So at that time, Sakyamuni Buddha explained, he said, likewise or similarly, he said, what I have taught you all, he said, it's just this handful of leaf. And what he has realized or comprehend is like the leaf in the forest, both above and below. Then yeah. he gave the reason why, he said, but he never says a provisional teaching. He said, for this other essential teaching yeah, that is conducive yeah, in the here and the now, or cultivator of the way, to realize the enlightenment leading to Nibbana or the cessation of form and mind. That's why he just taught that handful. But what he had realized is the, the leaves that is in the forest, both on the ground and above, which is a lot more. And the energy is very beautiful. Yes, the supreme vehicle, Bodhisattva way, is really extensive. It's like the leaf in the forest. So for you to learn that, comprehend that, it's not easy. That teaching is very profound. And without the fundamental basic teachings of the provisional Dhamma, or the handful of leaf, which the Buddha summarized as the Four Noble Truths, then he turned it three times. That's why you have four times three, the twelve modes. And this one are the essential teachings of the Buddha. So the Four Noble Truth is like the whole of his understanding summarized. The provisional teachings understand. Summarize it for noble truth. And he called them noble truth because these are truths that can make you noble ones. 
and during the time of the Buddha, noble ones are the enlightened ones, the Aryas, because they are very noble in all aspects of life. That's why they have noble qualities, representing the embodiment of the noble evil path, which is the path that will lead to the end of all suffering. And this is what enlightenment is all about. So all this understanding are essential. That's why I wanted to go through this Heart Sutta book yeah, over a longer period of time for the second time. The first time was, like I explained, during the MCO because of circumstances, we need to go on Zoom. Then in preparation for the next retreat, I said, we will go through the Heart Sutta, take our time. That's why it was developed over a period of eight months. Yeah. But that one helped many kilometers, especially Sister Fortune and some. It brings forth clear understanding. What is important is, like I shared early on, even Sister Fortune herself also shared, is to listen to it attentively with a clean slate, assume you don't know anything about the teaching. Whatever knowledge you have, keep it in the memory. Don't let it interfere with your listening. Don't go and compare, analyze, and discriminate. No, just listen attentively. If it's the truth, it will stand up to investigation. If it's not the truth, have an open mind. Just let it be. Wait until the time when you can have the understanding to understand it, then maybe your understanding will transform and allow you to understand it. Then you realize, based on your past knowledge, views, opinion, and conditioning, this teaching that you just heard may not be in accordance with what you learned in the past. Then when you realize this, then you give the new teaching with a new understanding a try, then you realize you progress. And you progress very fast because with this new understanding, you meditate differently. You meditate with understanding, following the instruction and all the teachings yeah. developing the inner mindfulness or awareness following the awareness based teaching no longer wasting your time on thought based teaching doing all those thought based activity or method technique and various so-called meditation yeah, without proper understanding. Yeah. So all this are important understanding that you must develop. Okay, now we will start on the Heart Sutta proper. I will read the title first. Huh? Heart Sutta Come Meditation Classes because this Sutta Come Meditation Classes Session 
they were being done on a Sunday class, stretching over three hours. Normally, we start at 3 p.m. and at 6 p.m. The first one and a half hour will be the Dhamma sharing. Then after that, we normally have a 45 minutes of meditation, awareness-based meditation. Then the last 45 minutes is for Q&A, question and answer. That's why inside this unsuitable, there are a lot of very good question and answers session that has been developed and shared. Then you can develop a lot of understanding from this Q&A. Yeah. Then because we follow this Heart Sutta book, this Hansutta book, we follow the commentaries by Master Shenhua. So his commentary set up a lot of very good format, actually. But I added in certain understanding that is essential to comprehend this Hansutta teaching. Because basically the Hansutta is a Mahayana teaching. It is actually the teachings of Kuan Yin Bodhisattva or Avalokasthera Bodhisattva. They call it the Pratnya Paramita teaching, means perfection of wisdom teaching. That's why this Heart Sutta is very profound, very uh, penetrating when you can develop the understanding of it. But to comprehend it, you need to also understand the teachings of Huining, Master Huining. Because the realization of this Heart Sutta teaching can only come about once you have realized your true mind, your pure awareness nature. Without it, you can't. So because of that, I added in and introduce the Six Patria Platform Sutta and also the Xuyun Lao He Sang, Master Shenhua's teacher's biography and how he gained enlightenment. So all these are in the sharing and when we go through this Heart Sutta book, you can actually come across them and develop clear understanding of them and it will assist you in developing the understanding to penetrate the provisional teachings of the Buddha yeah, leading to all the enlightenment in the here and the now the sainthood way from Sotapanashi until Arantashi and for those who have the causes and condition to go the Bodhisattva way, it can continue, allow you to continue the cultivation to take on the Bodhisattva way to realize eventually Samasambuddhahood. Okay, so Heart Sutta Ka Meditation Class Short Notes eh? compiled from the weekly Sunday 
Heart Sutta Gum Meditation Classes conducted by me, Brother Tio. Ewu Ping Sing Se Amayana Vihara. The address is Section 11, Jalan E, Nama 4, Petaling Jaya. Okay. You go to the next page, Table of Content. Okay. The Table of Content, this second edition has a more complete, detailed table of content. The first edition, at that time, we don't have the time to put in the table of content because we were more keen to get the book out so that it can benefit more people. But because of causes and conditions, Many things happen that need us to come out with a second edition. Yeah. And this second edition has added in yeah, a lot of subheading for the yeah, various Heart Sutta classes. And these subheadings are very important, very useful, because it highlights most of the important essential Dhamma teachings of the Buddha that you need to develop understanding of yeah. and they are like important pointers for you to develop wisdom and understanding mm. so you look at initially of course I will go through you the introduction and the acknowledgement that one later I will read then you look at the first Heart Sutta first class first Heart Sutta class we have definition followed by the hearts of Pratnya Paramita Sutta means the Heart Sutta, the whole of it, we had the English and the Mandarin yeah? side by side, yeah? printed out for cultivator of the way to read through so that you can develop the initial understanding of what this Heart Sutta is. So for most people who are not familiar or who don't have a good base of Mahayana teaching of the Heart Sutta, if you come from the Theravada tradition, you may have problem in understanding the Heart Sutta. Not only understanding the Heart Sutta, I realize initially many Theravada practitioners find it difficult to accept what is being uh, spoken in the Heart Sutta. Especially when that part on form is emptiness, emptiness is form. They find it very difficult to comprehend and develop the understanding. That's why to them, they tend to have doubt of what this sutta is all about. And after hearing some of this uh, not so favorable comment, they tend to believe those comments. Say this is definitely not the Buddha's teaching. It is not found in the Theravada tradition. <laughs> so that uh, misunderstanding do arise. Yeah? But don't worry. Yeah? I say have an open mind. Assume you don't know. Then follow. Then listen. And then later on you will understand. As I explain, you will understand. Actually, there is no difference from pure. Theravada teachings understanding. You can also understand the Heart Sutta. Uh, no different. Uh, 
So all these are explained. Yeah. Then after that, the most important part of the essential dhamma that we have to understand is the five aggregates of form and mind. Yeah. The five skandhas. Mm. Then the next one is the five mental hindrance, the five opposite spiritual faculty, then the five daily contemplation, uh, then the meaning of craving, meditation, and attachment of clinging. Then Hasuda too, we have the ten perfections of Paramita, then the Mahayana six perfection of Paramitas. Uh, then we have the words of wisdom by the Buddha, all the Dhammapada verses that is important. Then Buddha's advice before his Parinibbana to strive on reheatfulness. Then the final summary of the first noble truth of Dukkha. Then the seven factors of enlightenment, Sattva the three universal characteristics. Then the five universal order. Then the three evil roots. Then how to see beyond form. Then definition. Important quotes from Six Patria or Huining's Platform Sutta. Then we have the third Sutta class where there are yeah, questions asked. Why must we go through the introduction by Master Shenhua? Why must we also study the Six Patria Platform Sutta? Then 1.3 is Six Patria's Platform Sutta. 1.4 is mundane life, with and without spiritual understanding. Then 1.5, the essential understanding. Then we move on to form Heart Sutta class. You can go through all this yourself. Huh? These are important subheading. Then you can develop clearer understanding as we share it with you. Right? So all the way until Heart Sutta class 39. Oh, oh wait, 39 or 40. Backwards or ah, 41. So after Heart Sutta 41, we have what they call the Appendix 1, where we repeated this. Heart of Pratnya Paramita Sutta there. Then the appendix two is the Heart Sutta chanting in Mandarin. How come got the word error? Is it only in your that one? Not in the book, is it? So appendix two. That is okay. Huh? Need to update this. Uh, what they call soft copy. Yeah? Uh, then just now I also saw. Uh, the word awareness, wrong spelling. <laughs> I, I will let you have it later. Huh? I forgot which one. Mm. Okay, anyway, huh? we will continue to Appendix 3. Huh? Appendix 3 is very important. Huh? Where we go to the lesson file of the Satipatthana Sutta and Meditation class. Huh? That one. A lot of beautiful sharing. Yeah? So let's find out the Satipatthana Sutta meditation class. We shared a lot of QA plus Krishnamurti's teaching. Yeah? So here we had the pure land chanting, the question. Yeah? 
is it meditation then you have the other subheading yeah? how to develop the five spiritual faculty leading to heedful living overcoming the five mental hindrance leading to the direct seeing leading to enlightenment then how to cultivate the five spiritual faculties then mind and chanting as one awareness of chanting cultivation of the four foundation of mindfulness then cultivation of noble eightfold path then under section two understanding the essence of the buddha's teaching means what is heedfulness yeah. then what is sati the first factor of enlightenment then how to stabilize the sati or mind to cultivate the four foundation of mindfulness then we had the pitfalls of thought-based meditation then section four sati mindfulness or awareness uh, the definition and the understanding yeah? so if you can have a mind full of awareness that's why mind fullness full of what full of awareness then that is sati but it is full of thought that is not sati yeah? then be with the moment without thought the moment you are without thought the true mind arise sati or awareness arise so definition of sati sati is pure awareness before the knowing general spacious awareness awareness and clear comprehension sati sambhajana awareness is a silent and choiceless observation of what is this one is the definition from J. Krishnamurti, which is also very good. So what is silent? What is awareness? Then choiceless, not making any choice or decision. Then listening attentively without thought. Sakayaditi and the three evils. Be constantly aware and heedful. Vigilant or awareness is not discipline or focused attention. The meaning of what is self-delusion and seeing things as they are the space between thought training the heedful oh sorry training the heedless or mundane mind understanding the content of consciousness silent the mundane mind to develop wisdom or understanding awareness is not determination the awakening the mystery of life unfold voluntary, involuntary, and spontaneous action. Check and question the thought. Have your tendencies and memory, wisdom, understanding fully and completely. And of course, we have Appendix 4, 31 Plano Existence, Appendix 5, 10 Damarai, Sufajie, and Appendix 6, Training Damarai. This is also useful. And Appendix 6a was added under the second edition. Trinity to understand cultivation, that triangular chart. Trinity chart. Then a trained mind, an untrained mind, training the mind. Important authority to walk the path of Dhamma. Then important advice to meditator or cultivator. Using the silent mind or samasati, pure awareness to cultivate. There are five ways to overcome unwholesome thoughts. So these are all highlighted. Then the Dhammapada verse 153 or 154 on 
the house builder. Then appendix eight also added a Vijasutta. Then appendix nine is the three turning and twelve mode of the four number true. Okay, then we have the indices. Okay, I read to you the introduction. This one is useful. First edition dated February 2012, where we printed it. So, Sister Lee Sugek, again, had in the year January 2012 invited Brad Teo to visit Wuping Jingse Vihara. And it was during this visit that Sister Lee had requested Brad Teo to conduct this weekly heart sutta calm meditation class at Wuping Jingse Vihara. So, the first heart sutta class. Come meditation class commence on the 12th of February 2012 and it continued till the 19th of May 2013 for a period of about 15 months. This was then followed by the weekly Satipatthana Sutta Come meditation class. Initially, short notes were prepared by Sister Lee and forwarded to Brother Theo for editing before using it for sharing at the next Heart Sutta Kam Meditation class. And this was how the Heart Sutta Kam Meditation class's short notes comes about. Many Kayamita who had attended the class, the classes had found the short notes to be very beneficial and rather useful. Hence the reason why they had suggested that it be compiled into a book so that it can also benefit others who had the affinity to receive it later. So these short notes can also help those of the Theravada tradition to have a better understanding of the Heart Sutta teaching of the Mahayana tradition. Whereas Brad Theo had managed to link the Heart Sutta teachings to all the various essential Dhamma of the Buddha as recorded in the Theravada tradition, so that Dhamma practitioners and cultivators of the way can have a much better understanding of both traditions' teaching and see clearly how they are related to each other. Vyatio had also managed to link and explain clearly how all the essential Dhamma of the Buddha as recorded in the Theravada tradition come about and how they are connected to each other, thereby making it much easier to understand. That's why the link, eh? the interconnection, connectivity. In fact, the essence of the Buddha's teaching is just a affordable truth, and all the other essential Dhamma or teachings are spin-off from it. It has also been brought to your sincere intention in which that Dharma friends, spiritual practitioners, seekers of truth and cultivators of the way will be able to make use of this enclosed Heart Sutta Meditation classes short note to develop a better and clearer understanding of the Dharma as taught by the Buddha so that they may progress along the path of Dharma to become more virtuous and wiser human beings that can be a blessing to all. As these short notes were mostly only important pointers as prepared by Sister Lee for my edited, editing, as such, it may not be as complete 
as compared to the recorded sharing of talks. Hence, it's hoped that reader who wants to benefit more will listen to the recording so as to have a clearer and more complete understanding of what has been shared. For those who wants to listen to the recording, they can download the talk from our website www.brotio.com by clicking on the menu, then go to repository, then go to recording of classes, then go to Sunday class, Hu Bin Jing then go to Heart Sutta, 2012 recording links. So all are there. Or you can contact Brother Jin Hao at that email. Or Sister Lee. And now maybe Sister Lee, you can contact her because at the moment I think she is off contact. Yeah. So you all contact Brother Jin Hao or Brother Sui An at his email for more detail. Okay, then the second edition is very important. This was done in the year 8 March. 2020 during MCO. The reason for this second edition was moved earlier to coincide with the need of a second reprint of the Heart Suitable. Because we realized the first reprint was running out, no, no more books left. So we need to prepare for the second reprint. Uh, then, in doing so, we have included the following activities to help improve the readability of this book. Correct whatever printing error, spelling, and grammar mistakes detected in the first edition. And since the first edition's text was aligned to the colloquial speeches in the talk, some editorial amendment has been made to the text without distracting from the essence of the talk. Then useful subheading, uh, this one was the one I shared with you, have been added to all Hatsuta classes listed in the table of content to help readers look for the appropriate topic that interests them more easily. Then Appendix 8 was added, uh, explanation of Abhijja Sutta, Sutta on Ignorance. Then there is this Appendix 6a also added, Trinity Triangle to understand cultivation. Uh, then we go to the acknowledgement. Eh? It is the donor's sincere intention that this Heart Sutta meditation classes, short notes, second edition, be given free to all those who are interested and have the affinity to receive them. I would like to take this opportunity to thank and rejoice in the generosity and wholesomeness of all those Dhamma friends of Kayamita who had donated and helped out in the compilation, typing, formatting, proofreading, etc. to make this free distribution of Dhamma Dana possible. Special thanks should be accorded to Sister Bhavasuri who had personally taken the initiative to prepare the second edition updates for my editing. And also Brother Tio, Sister Ingbi and Sister Sui for their very useful and rather important input, thereby enabling this Heart Sutta 
come meditation class short note edition to to have the condition to be printed for free distribution by the power of all these merits or wholesomeness may all beings be well and happy free from all mental and physical suffering harms and danger and may there be love peace and joy deep within their hearts so that the world will be much more peaceful with greater harmony always and may it also pave the way for there to be causes and conditions for all them our friends who have donated or help out in one way or another to realize their good and noble wishes or aspiration soon as possible we met our always yeah bring me okay so now we continue with our official sharing first heart sutta come meditation class by me and whooping since on the 12 february 2012 so almost 12 years ago yeah and you see the time three to six yeah short notes taken during the talk for sharing part one introduction so this one is from master shen hua's commentary so we introduce it here also so if you want to find out more detail you can go into the the web link www.answer.com where they have their library religion and spirituality the main word that they introduce is paramita is a sanskrit word meaning crossover in mahayana buddhism paramita means a perfection or a virtuous quality practice or cultivated by a bodhisattva in the course of their spiritual cultivation pranya is a sanskrit word and panya is a pali word both have the meaning of wisdom okay then we go to the heart sutta the english translation this one is based on shen hua's translation yeah? Yeah. but i adjusted a bit of the english uh, words to make the sutta more uh, easy to follow or comprehend the heart of pranya paramita sutta so this is the whole of heart sutta when avalokasthavara bodhisattva or konin bodhisattva was practicing the profound pranya paramita he illuminated the five skanda or we call it the five aggregates of form and mind and saw that they are all empty and he crossed beyond all suffering and difficulties so this word illuminated is very important when you cultivate the bodhisattva you also go through the five stages of bohi mind development so under the third stage bohi mind that illuminate that nature and that is the one so when you finish the third 
stage of all mind development, you can have this ability to develop the Bohi mind that can illuminate that pure awareness nature or our inner nature clearly. Yeah. That's how Kuan Yin realized this Heart Sutta. When he did that, he realized that they were all empty, the five aggregates of form and mind. And because of that, he crossed beyond all suffering and difficulty. So no more delusion, no more clinging, grasping, as such, no more suffering. Then in the Sutta, he told Sariputta. He said, Sariputta, form does not differ from emptiness. Emptiness does not differ from form. For form itself is emptiness, and emptiness itself is form. So too are the aggregates of feeling, cognition. Shenhua used the word cognition. Most Theravada tradition use the word perception. They are the same. Then the third aggregate of mind, he used formation. Actually, is uh, Sankara. Yeah. Sankara is more than formation. Yeah. <clears throat> but Shenhua chose this word because it comes from the word mental formation. When the mind forms something, yeah, it's the mental formation. Then the last aggregate of mind is consciousness. That's why not only the form aggregate is empty. So do our feeling, cognition, formation, and consciousness. <coughs> because they exhibit the universal characteristics of impermanence. Then when you attach and cling, suffering will be the result. And because they are impermanent, it is not a permanent unchanging entity that you can cross on to, cling on to, and hold on to as the I and the me. That's why <coughs> it is empty, not so real, not what you think. Yeah. Then Konyin Bodhisattva continue to explain to Sariputta. He says, Sariputta, all Dhamma are empty of characteristics. Means all this Dhamma, they are empty of characteristics, not what you think. That's why he, she explained by telling Sariputta, they are not produced, not destroyed, not defiled, not pure, and they neither increase nor decrease. Therefore, in true emptiness, when you realize the penetrative wisdom, in true emptiness within the unconditioned. There is no form, no feeling, cognition, formation, or consciousness. Means the five aggregates also not there. Then the senses, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body and mind. And likewise, the sense data, no sight, sound, 
smell, taste, object of touch, or tamur. No feel of the eye means the consciousness. Seeing consciousness, hearing consciousness, smell, taste, tactile, and thought consciousness. Uh, or including no feel of thought or mind consciousness. And no ignorance or ending of ignorance of two and including no OH, sickness and death. And no ending of OH, sickness and death. Then there is also no fall number two. No suffering, no accumulation, no extinction, and no path. And no understanding, and no attaining. So this one is the heart sutta way of presenting it. Means in true emptiness, all these don't exist. All these that he said don't exist, they actually appear in the Buddha's teaching in the essential dharma because in true emptiness is the unconditioned but all this exists within the conditioned world that's why there is no contradiction people who don't understand is how can the 18th century the buddha talk about it the five aggregate the buddha talk about it the four noble truth the buddha talk about it always sickness and death first noble truth reality the Buddha talk about it, but Hasuta say don't have. Uh, <laughs> but people who cannot understand, they will comment in such a manner. Besides, they have an open mind. Before you can grow up and understand, have an open mind. Don't create unnecessary karmic obstruction. Don't comment. Then you don't have the understanding. So all this, when you understand, when you have realized profound wisdom, means realize unconditioned, true prajna, means true emptiness. Really, all these conditions arising, Dhamma, they are not real. That's why to them, they don't exist. So when you realize true emptiness, you break free from all this. But those who cultivate the Bodhisattva way, they will understand. Because they know when they come through the karmic conditioning or the karmic process, the first to appear is the five aggregates of form and mind. You need this vehicle and tool to arise. Then when it arises, this is the one that has to live within the existential world, the conditioned world. This is not the unconditioned, this is the conditioned world. That's why within the conditioned world, all this conditioned Dhamma that the Buddha taught us, they exist. The five degrees of form and mind, the four noble truths, the eight realities, everything, they exist. Then, the I and the me, the five aggregates, yeah. they actually exist. Yeah. But are they real? Uh, that one needs wisdom, penetrative wisdom, to actually transcend, to go beyond, so that it will not delude you, afflict you, or cause unnecessary delusion in you.
So these are the understanding. So when you have the understanding, when you come with the five aggregate of form and mind, whether through the normal birth, which is due to avijja, or as a bodhisattva, you come through the pure mind, that one is without avijja, you will understand that this five aggregate of form and mind that arise is subject to karma, the law within the existential the five panchaniyama, they governs life and existence. Yeah. Then you also understand that the conditioned dhamma, all those that the Buddha taught and teach, they exist within the conditioned world. That's why duality exists within the conditioned world. They are as real as they can be. And there is such thing as life, existence, birth and death, enlightenment, and so on. So all this are the understanding. That's why there is no contradiction when you understand. But when you don't understand, it appears like everything is not in accordance, yeah? very contradictory. Mm. So we will continue. Eh? Then next paragraph. Kuan Yin say, because nothing is attained, the Bodhisattva, through reliance on Pratnya Paramita, see, based on the perfection of wisdom, understanding, is unimpeded in his mind. Means no more delusion, nothing to cloud, delude, and eh? impeded. Because there is no impediment, he is not afraid. Means there is no fear, nothing. And he leaves distorted, false thinking, or dream thinking. Yeah. Far behind. Ultimately, Nirvana. Then he said, ah, this statement is very important. Huh? All Buddha of the three periods of time attain Anuttara Samyat Sambohi, Samasambuddhahood, through reliance on this Pratnya Paramita. Just imagine. Every Samasambuddha have to realize this perfection of wisdom, which is the Heart Sutta, to realize Samasambuddha. That's the reason why this Heart Sutta wisdom is so exceptional. So uh, beautiful. That's why it's very widely taught uh, and wide, very widely promoted. Then Kuan Yin Bodhisattva continued, Therefore, know that Pratnya Paramita is a great spiritual mantra. So this is very important. A great bright mantra, a supreme mantra, an unequal mantra. It can root out all suffering. It is genuine and not false. That is why the mantra of Pranya Paramita was spoken. Then the advice is recite it this way. Uh, if you recite this, yeah, uh, Pratnya Paramita Mantra. This is a mantra, not a sutra. 
it will link you to Kuan Yin Bodhisattva's nature. Uh, you can develop affinity with Kuan Yin and all those things. They normally recite it as Gate Gate Paragate Parasamgate Pohi Swaha. So you can continue firstly chant this Gate Gate Paragate Parasamgate Pohi Swaha. Uh, normally I will chant it three times. Huh? Gate Gate Paragate Parasamgate Pohi Swaha. So this summarizes to us basically what the Bodhisattva, Kuan Yin, or Avakalokasteras profoundly realized teaching of the Heart Sutta is. That's why she call it the Pratnya Paramita Sutta. Pratnya is wisdom, Paramita is perfection. So the perfection of wisdom sutta, no? that's why it's a very special sutta. Then for those who know Mandarin, you can read the Mandarin version down there. Quan Zai Pusa. So all this. The Mandarin one actually stand out better for those who know Mandarin. Eh? Okay. What's the time now? Oh, still earlier. We will stop at 4 30. Okay. So now we can go into this five aggregate of form and mind officially. Yeah? So there are two aspects to this five aggregate of form and mind. Yeah? So this one is seldom taught clearly. Yeah? In the Theravada tradition, they only mention about the five aggregates of this form and mind. So normally it's just taught the five aggregate and what they are, especially the Pali words. Rupa, Vedana, Sanya, Sankara, and Vinyanam. So all this they commit to knowledge, memory. Then they try to rattle them or recite them. Then they remember them for Pali exam and all those things. But to cultivate it is important to develop the understanding. If you don't have the understanding, it's of no use to you. That's why if you don't have the understanding, you don't know that there are two aspects to this aggregate of form and mind. So, we will slowly go through my sharing note first, and later on I will explain on the whiteboard, eh, so that you all can have better understanding. Okay, the first aspect of the five degree of form of mind is as a human being, where the rupa form is the physical form of physical body, eh? like all of us as a human being. We have a physical body, right? so it's very easy to understand. This is the first aggregate of the five aggregates of form and mind or the human being. So the first aspect is as a human being, I have a physical body. Then the second aspect is as the five mental aggregates, <coughs> where the mental forms <coughs> are external forms brought into mind by the aggregates of perception or sanya. Perception of sanya is translated as cognition 
by Venerable Shen Huang in his book, The Heart of Pratnya Paramita Sutta. Okay, so this picture yeah, will make it easier for you all to understand. Yeah? So this one, you look at the chart. Yeah? You have the form and the mind. Yeah? And then in Pali, the form is called Rupa. Yeah? Then the mind is called Nama. That's why Nama Rupa is actually the Sanskrit word for form and mind. Here is not so clearly explained eh? because you listen to the whole tape. I explain it very clearly, but because at that time Miss Lee just get the summary, so that time I don't think anybody at that time attending can really understand what I was trying to share. That's why I just summarize it. First aspect as a human being, then second aspect the form is mental form. Yeah? When you combine the four aggregate of mind with the mental form, you also have the five aggregates of form and mind. That's why it's called the mental aggregate. But now I will explain it to you. Eh? Maybe I will use the whiteboard. So there is a physical body. Yeah? They call it the, the physical body is the human being. Yeah? Then there is a mind trapped inside. That's why the form and mind. Uh, so no. Then, to explain what this mind is, the Buddha asked, what can your mind do? Uh, that is how the aggregates of mind surface in the four rectangle outside. Okay, so I draw it on the whiteboard. So, five aggregates of form and mind. So, first aspect, as a human being. So this one is very easy to understand. Eh? As a human being, we have a physical body. Eh? So this one is the physical body, or the aggregates of form. Then we have a mind trapped inside. So when we want to develop the understanding of what this mind is, then we inquire. What can your mind do? Once you inquire this, you will be able to develop the understanding of what these aggregates of mind are. So the first thing that your mind can do is what? Your mind can? What is the first aggregate? Your mind can? You have used your mind before that. The first one is it can feel. The aggregates of feeling or what we call Vedana. Then the second one is, it can perceive. Whatever you want to know, you can perceive it. Or we call it the Sanya aggregate in Pali. Yeah? Then the third one is Sankara. So this Sankara aggregate is actually your whatever mental activity or mental perception or formation. Yeah? So this one is mental activity, formation, mental states, mental intention, etc. Everything that your mind can do. Yeah? This one is under Sankara. Then finally, what else can your mind do? 
apart from this feeling, perception, activity of mind, and finally you can become conscious. Yes, we have a mind with the senses. We can become conscious of what we see, what we hear, what we smell, what we taste, what we tactile and think. So consciousness is called Vinyana. So you were to add this. This one is the first aggregate. Eh? One plus four. So these two you add together equals five aggregates. Physical form, first aggregate. Then you got four more aggregates of mind. What can your mind do? Your mind can feel, your mind can perceive. It can arise mental thinking, activity, formation, even planning, scheming, whatever that your mind can do is the capability of your mind to perform that function. Sankara activity. That's why Sankara Sanya create the thinking the mental state, the manifestation. Then the last thing that your mind can do is it, become, it can become conscious. Conscious of what you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you taste, what you technically feel and think. So together with the form, this is the first aspect of the five aggregate of form and mind. Then the Buddha said there is a second aspect, mental five aggregates. So here, as far as we know, the mind has four aggregates. So this is basic. Yeah? Feeling, perception, sankara, and consciousness. Then how did the fifth aggregate come in? So the fifth aggregate is external form brought into mind via sanya aggregate or the perception aggregate. So when this one add on to this external form which is one aggregate, this one four aggregate, again you have the five aggregate. So this one become the mental five aggregate. And this is basically what we call the thought. When you input that mental external form into the mind, the mind also has the four aggregates of mind plus the external form become the five aggregate. And this one is the content of consciousness. So the consciousness, which is pure, initially spacious awareness, when you perceive, you shrink that spacious awareness into a small space, then you input the content with the external form. And that one trigger off the thought. That's why the pure awareness, when you shrink it, and introduce the content, it becomes the thought. And this is the second aspect 
of the mind here from your mind. And within the Paticca Samuppada, the fourthly, that Namaru is this second aspect, the five aggregates of form and mind, or what we call the thought. And that one is not the first aspect. So if you don't have that clear understanding, you cannot comprehend the Paticca Samuppada as taught by the Buddha. Okay? So with this, hopefully, yeah, it is clear to you. Yeah? So this is just like a revision eh? for those who have gone through the classes with me, then you can develop the clear understanding. Mm. So Chupolian now can understand. Yeah, Polian? Are you there? Yes, brother Tio. Can understand already now. Definitely not understanding level, brother Tio. Are uh, you at least at the knowledge level, can you follow now? Yeah. Ah, that is the beginning. After that, silence your mind and find out, understand or see how the perception come in. That one, you need stability. When your sati stabilize, then you can do it. Understand or? Mm. Because you will come to realize without memory, you cannot perceive anything. If it's something new to you, not in your memory, not in your conditioning, you cannot make words out of it. You cannot come up with anything. Uh, but because you have the memory, that's why the perception aggregate can just come out and perceive according to your views, opinion, conditioning, and belief system. That's how Sanya perception can actually delude the living being. Because before you have the wisdom, all your perception will be deluded perception. Yeah. There is no wisdom behind. So you perceive according to what your memory tells you. You do not see things as they are. You cannot have the pure seeing, the pure perception of what is which is the reality. Yeah. When you can perceive what is as the reality, that is your direct seeing. Means you see things as they are, without words, without concept, without knowledge. It's just that thing, suchness, as it is. Like the baby, newborn baby, without any memory. They very cute. They see things as they are. But that type of brain and mind is of not much use when it comes to spiritual cultivation. You must have the memory with its conditioning, belief system, everything. And yet you can see like a baby. That one is the real transformed mind of a cultivator. A cultivator with that transformed mind will see things as they are with that pure awareness nature. They don't act according to memory. They don't see things from their conditioning, belief system, and memory. Views, opinion, conditioning, belief system, etc. Even phobia or what. That one cannot come in and interfere with their seeing. They see things as they are. Vividly, clearly. Yeah. 
and that one, no delusion. That one is like every being that can see, they will see it the same way, uh, exactly, just the way it is, cannot be otherwise. No two version one. That's why there is no conflict, no argument, no misunderstanding, nothing. They see the reality, they see truth, they see things as they are. And you can use whatever words or language to describe it. But ultimately, those who see it, they always see. And whatever word they use, they will point towards the same seeing. So this is the beauty of this awareness-based uh, understanding of the teaching. When you don't have deep mindfulness or awareness, you cannot understand this teaching. Okay? So now we go back to the notes. Eh? Hopefully by now, eh, you can develop the understanding. Okay. So now, perception of Sanya is translated as cognition eh, by Venerable Sri under his book, The Heart of Pratnya Paramita Sutta. Then this five aggregate in picture form is now easy to understand. Vedana is feeling. Sanya is perception of cognition. These are Pali words. Then Sankara is mental formation, activity, etc. And Vijnana is consciousness. And this is what we call uh, the four aggregates of mind. Yeah? Together with the mental form, it becomes the five aggregates, the second aspect. The first aspect is the physical form. The form is a physical form. Huh? So the mind is the four rectangle outside. Huh? So when you look at it with understanding, then you come to know the Vijnana is like the receptacle, understand? a container to receive the content of consciousness. So the content of consciousness are your Sankara. And Vedana, Sanya, they are also part of Sankara. So when you combine all this, Vedana, uh, sorry, Vedana, Sanya, and Sankara, they become the content of consciousness. Basically, the content of consciousness is just Sankara. That's why under the wisdom word of the Buddha, when he summarized the three universal characteristics, he always used the word Sabbe Sankara Anichang. All Sankara is Anichang. He never used the word Sabbe Vedana Sanya Sankara Anichang. No. He used just one word, Sankara. Where Sankara includes all the content. is inclusive of Vedana and Sanya. Yeah. Then Sabbe Sankara Dukkang. All of Sankara end up in suffering when you grow up and cling via Sakayaditi or self-delusion. Then the last one is he used Sabbe Dhamma Anatta. Yeah, that one he wants to make it clear. Even the unconditioned Dhamma is still Anatta. That's why he never used Sabbe Sankara. Nata. No. Sabbe Dhamma Anatta. 
means whether condition or unconditioned dhamma, all dhamma, whether conditioned or unconditioned, is still anatta, non-self, not a permanent unchanging entity. Then the next definition down there is Sankara equals to mental formation, mental activity, mental states, mental intention, mental planning, scheming, etc. Everything that your mind can do, including feeling and perception. By now, I think it's clear. Then what is consciousness? Consciousness is like the light bulbs that light up and that's uh, the feeling experiment. When the switch is on, the light bulb just light up. Means based on nature's law, upon contact of mind with the sense basis and the external sense object, that respective consciousness arises like the light bulb. Yeah. That's why the Buddha say, in the seeing, there's only the seeing consciousness, no one to see. Yeah. So this consciousness is like the receptacle, pure consciousness, pure awareness, before the content goes in. But the pure consciousness, before it shrinks, that is your true mind. But after it shrinks, it becomes the thought. That's why thought is limited. It's no more than spacious awareness. The whole, the oneness. It's fragmented, it shrinks into a limited space. That's why thought becomes egoic before you have the enlightenment or the wisdom. So all this understanding will be there. Then you have the six endor, the six sense bases. We have the eye as our organ, our ear, our nose, our tongue, our bodily tactile, and the brain, which give rise to the mind. So this six endor can trigger off the respective six type of mind consciousness. It can be your seeing consciousness, hearing consciousness, smell, taste, tactile, and thought process, or thought consciousness. So these are the important understanding of the five aggregates of form and mind. Okay? Okay. 432. Just nice. We will end here. Eh? Then we will have our 45 minutes of awareness-based meditation. Okay, I'll mark this page. For those who came in later, you wait for the video to come out and listen to it again. Because today one is special. I start off the Heart Sutta again. The second session for me to explain the whole of the Heart Sutta class airing means following this Heart Sutta book, which will give you all the understanding. Uh, the first one we did was a year 2020, over 8 months. So this one we may take 8 to 9 months, I'm not really sure. Yeah? Anyway, listen to it. Yeah? Go back to the beginning and listen to it. It will help you. Okay, now we will have our half an hour of awareness-based meditation. So just relax body and mind, maintain some form of attention within. Then remember the four support. Relax, first of all, into every mind state. 
then relax body and mind completely relax feel yourself suddenly relax at ease relax means no problem no tension no stress nothing just relax then maintain attentiveness attention inside means aware aware means before the knowing whatever arise aware finish don't continue with the thinking just aware uh, you can no need to perceive also uh, just aware 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 uh, so the second support is maintain awareness then the third support is stabilize this awareness until it become very stable so continue to relax maintain awareness then whatever arises aware to stabilize this awareness within then let the thinking everything slow down by itself you like silently inside there witnessing what is happening as you relax and continue with the breathing and other things you will become very quiet very peaceful very still then all your thinking they will slowly slowly slow down and dissipate and finally it will end or cease and that is the most beautiful moment when you can realize the thought ceasing then no more thinking then what remain what remain is the pure awareness nature and that one you must realize it you must stay with it and let it stabilize where from there the thinking come out very fast the thought process they arise very fast okay so now i will let you meditate on your own eh? for those who still wants to be uh, aided or assisted by your meditation object you can still use it like your anapanasati or whatever mindfulness of the breathing you can go there no problem just relax maintain awareness means maintain that mindfulness and develop it until it's very stable uh, until the body and mind move as one or the in and out breath yeah? breathing in away breathing out away just let it settle down become very quiet or stay at the heartbeat there yeah? the heart there wherever there is any vibration stay there yeah? be mindful of it be aware of it yeah? so you can detect any vibration within your heart area or your heartbeat stay there yeah. make it your object of meditation to anchor there so once you are able to be there it will follow that rhythm the movement so initially it may be very gross but never mind stay with it as you continue to relax and maintain awareness of it the body and mind become, become like as one in complete harmony and synchrony then you realize your heartbeat or your vibration they will start to slow down become more and more quiet more and more quiet more and more quiet until very still until like no more movement yeah. just do that yeah. don't try to know and don't try to do anything just maintain the awareness
then that city is the meditative mind, your true mind, your awareness nature, before the thought arises, before the thinking. Just realize that. Okay, you all can slowly, mindfully, come out of the meditation. Yeah? Then we will continue with our second session, which is meditation reporting, yeah? followed by question and answer, uh, and also sharing out the Dhamma in daily life uh, by any Kanyamita who has developed some power of understanding or experience. Amitabha for Bharatiya, Amitabha and yeah. all Kanyamitas. Yeah. I will share uh, Dhamma in daily life. Ah, good. Um, yeah, but, but before that, um, Bharatiya, I want to ah. say something about today's class. Ah, very good. Sadu. Yes. Ah. Yes. Today's class Apparently, you can hear me, right? Can, can. Very clear. Yes. Very clear. Okay. Uh. Yeah. The radio is... Uh, actually, I was like... Uh, not say surprised, la, but... Uh, uh, I was... did I didn't expect the radio going to share Heart Sutra uh, oh, okay, okay. on Sunday again. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah. I was like, yeah. wow, very good, very good. So, so uh, uh, people that missed the last uh, yeah, they can have Sutra, it. Uh, they, they can have it now, you uh, see. Yes, people yeah. like, uh, example, I was thinking of uh, Brother TK, you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he was telling me that uh, he wanted to uh, listen to this Heart Sutra yeah, yeah, class he again. Should, he no? should listen again. Yeah. Yeah, from Brother Theo because yes, yes, the previous yes. one he missed it actually. Oh, so okay. so so uh, with this news, so I told him uh, I, I just because just before the class, I I, I sent him a message and said, oh, okay. ah, you you get the choice now. You yeah you can, yeah, so I do. Uh, listen yeah. to this Heart Sutra uh, yeah, yeah. session again now because Brother Theo yes, is yes. going to repeat it. Yeah, you should and, let the Singapore group know. Uh, those yeah, few. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that will be good for him, good news for yeah, him, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, because yeah. He, he told me that he wanted to uh, listen to this Heart Sutra yeah, in radio, yeah. uh, going yeah. to share one more time, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that is uh, one of it. The other one I wanted to share, uh, I want to say something about today's class is, um, I mean, it's slightly different from the first time that uh, Brother Tio shared, you know, because this time Brother they will kind of give uh, a lot of things uh, that is very useful yeah. uh, uh, to my cultivation, you know, Brother Tio. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The, the way you talk about it, uh, you know, mm. uh, because mm. Heart Sutra is, uh, for me, uh, for me uh, personally, uh, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, with Kuan Yin, right? Kuan Yin Pusa, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, somehow we, we have, I mean, not just myself, but a lot of Kayamitas have yeah, uh, yes, strong affinity, affinity with Kuan uh, Yin, you know. So just mention the name only, wow, we like feel very joyous and yeah, 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 happy, yeah. you know, that uh, uh, we, we get to hear about uh, Kuan Yin's uh, Heart Sutra again, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and uh, this time, Bratio also talked about the Heart Sutra itself, the mantra. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. And uh, how that can help us to uh, develop uh, affinity, affinity with Kuan yeah, uh, Yin, yeah, you know, yeah. which I think, I, which I believe so, you know, Bratio, because, definitely, um, definitely. yes, because 
I mean, before I know even this affinity thing, uh, uh, I had been chanting the Heart Sutra, but not in English or Chinese, the Sanskrit, you know, the Sanskrit. Oh, yeah, yeah, no wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that, I, I know this kati kati para kati para sam kati, you know. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, then you know, then you know, so so I, without knowing that I'm developing affinity with Kuan Yin already, you know, variety, you know, I mean. Oh, sahatu, sahatu. Yeah, yeah. No you wonder, see, you yeah. Do blur blur, don't know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just do That's do. That's why okay. that chanting is very important. Like what is mentioned in the Lotus Sutta, Miao Fa Le Nuan Si. In the distant part, all those who started. They only utter a few words only. The affinity is already built. Uh, sometimes na more. That two words is enough. Uh, na more. Uh, then after that, all the various great beings, they got their own uh, sutra or mantra uh, or whatever for how they call the Buddha's name that they actually undertake. When they come as uh, the five aggregate form and mind for future coming as bodhisattva, so you will develop all this understanding. And if you look at Kuan Yin, the manifestation of Kuan Yin, that eighty-eight, uh, oh, not eighty-eight, eighty-four manifestation of Kuan Yin. Where he compiled all those names into the compassionate, the great compassionate mantra, Da Bei Zhou. That one is all the four hours of all the eighty-four manifestation of Kuan Yin, no? where he was remembered, and he did a lot of very good, uh, very wholesome and magnificent things during those life. So they actually combine all those uh, for how into a great compassion mantra. No? Well, his cultivation is based on uh, wisdom and compassion, and she has a lot of compassion. So during those eighty-four manifestation, the form and mind that came with all those for how they did a lot of very very compassionate work. That's why that. Eighty-four manifestation, the combination of all the name, can create that type of efficacy, that type of mantra. They call it the Da Bei Zhou, Great Compassion Mantra. Means not only is Su Bei, uh, compassion mantra, but Da means Great Compassion Mantra. So this one, when you chant them, not only one but eighty-four together, you know, and they create that efficacy and the affinity. You know. That's why the Mahayana, a lot of them, they were taught to chant this Tapizo, uh, and that great compassionate mantra has its uh, great benefits, efficacy, and uh, what they call. Uh, special quality to actually uh, help cultivate all the way and benefit them. So understanding all this uh, will lead to a lot of future great beings manifestation because like Kuan Yin, he can do that. Then he can 
can come out with the Pratnya Paramita Sutta on the Heart Sutta itself. Then there is a mantra for the Heart Sutta itself also. Then he also come out with the Om Mani Peme Home, you remember? That one also a very powerful one. Then whoever chant upon her forehow. Namo Kwan Si Ying Pusa. Just like Amitabha, you recite until your heart, yeah, that vibration enters your nature and your heart. Then the chanting and the awareness become one. Then they call it the Xiang Ying, affinity that match. So when that thing happens, uh, the affinity that is established is very strong, very strong. And many people able to develop affinity Kuan Yin. Uh, it's because of all this which are available. And she also have a vow. Whoever who call upon her forehow or her mantra or whatever, there will be a response. If you do it sincerely and all things. So all these are the understanding that can manifest from the great beings cultivation and practice. And because of what their nature is, they are capable of arising all this. That's why they come out with this special vow or additional vow to actually allow cultivator of the way to develop the affinity and the uh, ability to uh, not only connect to them, but receive from them the blessing, the protection, uh, and finally the guidance. So these three, blessing, protection, and guidance, they are very important. Very good. Oh, I didn't know you chanted the Sanskrit one first. Sadhu, no wonder you receive so fast. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I also uh, don't know in the past, just uh, uh, do it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay, do it. Not, Means not in your past anything. life, you yeah. must have chanted it before. Otherwise, yeah, this yeah. life you come, you cannot encounter it and chant it on. Yeah, yeah. Paragate, Parasamgate, Bohisoha. That one I also have, this life. The yeah. moment I heard that one, I attracted to it, and I know what that thing is. That's why very unique, very special. Uh, so this mantra of the Great Companion, that's why this Hasuta, although I English educated, uh, this like I come, uh, the moment I hear it, uh, I straight away uh, penetrate it or no, I got no doubt or no. I straight away know what that thing is or no. no. And it is like so beautiful, you know, that, like this is something I have already uh, had the understanding before. You know. uh, that's why everything that you have cultivated in the past, they will come back to you and manifest. You know. uh, then as you develop the ability to uh, comprehend all this teaching, uh, your past will come back to you. Uh, and when your past come back to you, your past cultivation from your spiritual nature, then 
Even a lot of things that I never learned this life, uh, I inherited back. That's why I came to understand all this, the Bodhisattva way, everything. Yeah. Actually, this life nobody taught me. Yeah. But on my own, I can like develop the understanding and recall all these practices. Even the asking for forgiveness, repentance, then the three uh, approach to resolve everything amic amicably. Means initially, you need to ask for forgiveness and do the repentance you do. Then you vow not to repeat all this. We are following the advice of the Buddha to avoid all evil, do good, and purify the mind. Then after that, the next one is very beautiful. Eh? To invoke our merits. Well, after you follow the advice of the Buddha, you develop a lot of wholesomeness. You develop a lot of parami. Then when you invoke our merits, for causes and conditions for you to progress along the path of Dhamma, avoid the foolish, meet up with the wise, so that enlightenment here and now can be realized as soon as possible. And to cultivate affinity with great beings. That sometimes also for our worldly turnaround, like our coming obstruction, help us to break it. So that we can gain back our life to have a second chance. Huh? at cultivation, at uh, developing the understanding to live life and all those things. So all this can be the understanding and it will manifest. Uh, so as you continue with this type of cultivation, especially awareness space, the nature can develop all the understanding, then your spiritual nature will become more and more developed, more and more developed until like Finally, that karmic nature where you develop until most of the time you will not have any more negativity. Then all of your cultivation is very wholesome. Maybe whenever you take birth, before you connect, that few years before you connect, even like Eckhart, he go through, he also got depression, all those things. But karmic, not much already on. They come normally there to repay whatever minor minor ones only. Like myself when I was young, I remember before I was form four, especially before form three, I remember. I got minor minor like cut here and there, minor thing, very minor thing that I had to pay back on. Uh, later on, I come to know and it showed it to me on. So after that, uh, the nature inside, uh, the Bohemia, uh, it will be activated by itself. No? Then you know how to search. Uh, no? oh, then you know how to inquire. Uh, no? You know how to question. Uh, no? Then you know how to move in the direction where the coming inheritance you will receive. Uh, no? Then when the time comes, uh, the great being's nature also will come. Like this, like in 86, I remember Kuan nature came. Where I asked for guidance, protection, yeah, and blessing. Then it came now that uh, opened up my hand and poured the triple gem onto it and tell me, you have to move fast, not much time left. Oh. Then after that, uh, when I woke up from that, uh, it's like 
before I woke up, that message came. You know, very vivid one, very clear one, and colorful. Then when I woke up, not really woke up, toward the awareness, I actually like woke up. But straight away, uh, inside my heart area, I knew uh, he was gone in there, I pay respect. And thank God. Uh, then, then from there, the message taken on. Uh, and I go all out. Uh, that's like full time, 86 to 89. When I started doing that, uh, the teacher come, the guy come, the book come, everything come, everything fall into place. Uh, then after that, after 89, the rest is history. Then I move. Then later on, the year 2008, Maitreya, uh, again, another phase. Uh, so all these are important understanding for you all, especially pushing you all. Uh, later on, you all will understand, you can also develop all this understanding, and you also can manifest the great being's nature later on to receive all this. Uh, then you can also move in that direction. Then, Whatever I share with you all now, all recorded in the uh, our website and all those things. Later on, as you all progress, you all will understand it deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. And these are the what they call experiences or gripings that are very useful and very important for cultivator of the way who go this way to develop the understanding. All this type of understanding, uh, you cannot record it in the books or what one, uh, or, or whatever website or what. Because like I explained to you all, uh, even bodhisattva like us or great beings like us, when we come, uh, one life, uh, how long can we live? Like this time, maybe 80 or 80 plus, I don't know. Then what happened is, at the age of 35, I connect. Then I consider fast already, well, my last guy came around that time after I connect. Then he showed me the gateway, then I moved very fast ahead of time. But I had to wait for causes and conditions. I also had to wait for 15 years, which is the period. But it actually benefited you all. We are during this period, I transformed on my own and developed the stability of it. So that when I came out to share in 2004, I was completely ready. Completely ready. That's why that sharing initially, I cannot go the pace that I want to go. Like what is mentioned by Sakyamuni in the Lotus Sutta. He had to start off with the provisional teaching, the Theravada traditional provisional teaching, which was what I did. I had to reverse the understanding to share. Well, initially I thought people need the Dhamma. Then I realized hardly anybody understand. Then I reverse it and share the essential Dhamma, the basic Dhamma. Then from there, I move on to teaching them how to link all the essential Dhamma into a proper understanding to cultivate the provisional teaching means mindfulness, awareness. Yeah. But without going into the pure awareness nature, the Bodhisattva way, the stabilizing all those. And that one, it took me quite a while. Yeah. 2004 until I think 2000, 
1601. Where the Bodhisattva way came out only, I start to start sharing the pure awareness nature thing. Before that, I can't. Actually, for about 12 to 13 years, 2004 until 2016, huh? I cannot share all this. Huh? But it is the way things are, the way nature is. So all this, they will manifest. So what I'm trying to explain to you is, even uh, bodhisattva in great beings, like what I went through, whatever I have, I can only share them huh, during this period where I managed to come out to develop the sharing. So the first phase from 2004 until 2016 already over. Then 2017, remember, the website came out. 2016 onward, I actually shared the Bodhisattva way. Ah, this is the Supreme Vehicle teaching already. So this phase, yeah, let's say I continue, maybe until 80 or 85, another 15 years. After that, I cannot share anymore on the channel. Then the this our teaching, no more. Then even if you were to check now on the website or whatever, can you find another teaching that is of this nature? You can't. Very far. Very rare indeed. Very, very rare. So this type of understanding of the cultivation of the Bodhisattva way, apart from the Mahayana Sutra teaching like Lotus Sutta, Miao Hua Jing, all those things, but what happened in between, just like the Heart Sutta, the Lotus Sutta, the Sutta actually are meant for great beings because they are for the enlightened beings, the great beings. When they read, they understand. But what happened in between, there is a lot of things which only those cultivators of the way they're giving who went through that one can share with you, you know, like what I share with you or recently, uh, the past few years, the phase one and phase two, especially after 2016 onward. This is based on my understanding. Then this one, because one lifetime, how much can you share? And it depends on the civilization, the causes and conditions at that time, and all the cultivator of the ways affinity your parami, your coming, and all those things. So this is what I want you all to understand. Everyone is different. Everyone is unique. Every great being is unique. Every Samasambhada is unique. So all this understanding, when you have, you can develop your own as you cultivate and walk this path then you can also contribute like the rest. Just like my nature, when I have this uh, unique ability, my Thea came and request, and I share. So all this, they can be developed, unfold, and share. So these are the understanding that Kayamita should actually receive out of whatever uh, years of sharing that my nature can have with you all. 
then you all make the aditan uh, affirmation or thing to have all this understanding life after life whenever you arise or you choose to arise and then this thing can continue the body mind can actually receive them and continue so this life understanding is very important you must contemplate reflect and be very clear then develop the affinity through the affirmation and all those things then determine to continue to enable this understanding to arise life after life whenever this nature of yours choose to come or have to come uh, then later on it's all choose to come then you can plan your arising your coming your whatever cultivation all this can be actually evolved and developed yeah. everyone is different like i say the individual they can manifest their own and develop their own okay putting very good sadhu for creating this condition eh? uh, for this to be shared you continue sorry Pujay. yeah sadhu 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 yeah yeah uh, as you mentioned earlier, if you have uh, shared a uh, uh, very difficult sutra like um, the infinite uh, meaning, ah, yeah, uh, sutra, numerous meaning, meaning, uh, yeah, uh. numerous meaning, or the lotus sutra, yeah, uh, in two zero zero four, nobody uh, can nobody understand you, yeah. yeah, nobody can understand yeah, you, you know? and and a lot yeah. of people will also not be able yeah. to benefit uh, from Correct. it, la, you know. Yeah. Correct. And they so, won't stay also, they will just walk away. Uh, yeah, or run away. Yeah, they, they cannot understand. Uh, yes, yes, uh, cannot understand. So, uh, like you say, la, that there must be condition and yeah, timing yeah, yeah. for everything, you know. Correct, so, correct. so, I actually sincerely want to uh, uh, express my kanan and uh, deepest gratitude mm, to Priority for, for sharing later, you know, that uh, we get to benefit people like yeah, us yeah, who are late. Yeah. Who are late, who are late. for... <laughs> Those who have the causes and condition, and yours one is very unique because that MCO is actually a blessing in this guy, purposely designed for you. Uh, yeah. Uh, for late late bloomers like us, uh, but, you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that we we benefit uh, as a result. I know that you share later that we benefit. Um. So so uh my deepest gratitude sincerely uh, my my gratitude and uh, uh, respect for Batio for, for, for having so much compassion uh, for this uh, human being and you know, for yeah, us yeah, you know, for us to also your parami it is not your parami this thing won't happen it's not by chance it's like meant to be all this they will fall into place and not only that you need to arise and develop this so that there is faith for other Kayamita to move. Otherwise, uh, actually without you uh, developing the understanding and transformation, a lot of Kayamita may still have doubt. No? That, are you sure this teaching? Hardly anybody can do it. No? But after you develop it, a lot of other Kayamita develop the faith now. Even like Alicia, they all, you know, and many others. They start to move on. And they, they start to be diligent, even PG, they all. So all this is like 
meant to be. Yeah. Then later on, uh, if I'm not wrong, uh, the next retreat this year, which we may have sometime, I think, in the middle of the year, after our Udai Sun trip, uh, when we come back, it could be July or August. Yeah. But most likely August. Yeah. We will have our retreat again. Yeah. The next one. Well, I was told by Padma Suri. He said the temple area, they will finish what they need to do normally by June. By June. And July onward, that is the window. So our previous one, immediately uh, after the eight months retreat, remember? We went for the August one in 2022. Uh, that time, uh, I think only limited to 20 over of us, eh? yeah, the numbers. Then, of course, there are some who, towards the end, develop colleagues, have to go back, then we have to continue with the Zoom. But at, nevertheless, it was beautiful retreat. Then last year was the best. Eh? Last year, I predicted a lot of things will happen. And actually, that retreat helped a lot of people. Eh? Even yesterday, uh, not yesterday, uh, was it yesterday, Christy on Friday? Uh, the Christy is dead, uh, Jared told me, he said, that retreat very good. Uh, his understanding also developed, he also changed. Uh, so not only uh, this few, in fact many who attended, they came and talked to me. Uh, it's so different. Uh, the sharing is so different. So all this is meant to be. So watch out for the next one. Uh. The next retreat tentatively is this year, July or August. Okay? Uh. Uh. Yes, thank you, Radio. August will be that. very good for me as well. August, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, I'll yes, make yes, a yes. note. Yeah. Yes. We are Sri An and Mifong also going to uh, US to visit the daughter in I think June, June and July. So August, I think, is a good month for most Kayanita. Mm. Yes, yes, I think so, yes, because yeah, August, yeah, August. August will be good. Yeah. Uh, so May, we have a uh, spiritual retreat, yeah, spiritual trip, and Three, then yes. uh, August will be a good time for ah, Cameron. This Cameron August retreat, retreat uh, many of you will become different again. Uh, because the understanding is already different again. Uh, and the Kayamita consciousness also different again. Uh, so as the years goes by, our retreat will be very different, very different. Year to year, you can see the, the changes, the approach, the question, the sharing, all different. Uh, it will just evolve by itself. Yeah, as cultivator of the way progress, my nature will know, and it will start to share all those understanding that is needed uh, during that time. Then all this will come out and manifest. Then all the short video will benefit more and more people, more and more people. Mm. Yes, uh, Bradio, in fact, there's a lot of things that uh, I like to share. In fact, the video is also very good, you know, uh, the yeah. recent uh, videos. Uh, I yeah. also share with my sister that she must uh, listen to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that she developed the real understanding. Ah. Of Radio, yeah. 
Yeah. Very but good. but uh, today I want to share about my uh, daily uh, mindfulness dharma ah, in daily good. life. Yeah. So coming back to this, uh, before I, I talk about other things, uh, but, uh, mm. before I forget people, uh, yeah, I want to say about the dharma in daily life. Mm. Uh, I, I especially like to uh, how do I say it? Uh, pay respect to Kuan mm. Yin, you know, yeah. because after actually it's not that I understand all this uh, uh, through the chanting of the Fohao or through the mantra itself, no I, yeah. I just chant the mantra without knowing anything uh, brother. even right, when right. I read even when I read the Ha Sutra, I cannot fully understand Correct. those Correct. Uh, profound no prashna, you know, paramita, yeah. yes. No problem. It's only, it's only after I connect and Bharatiya explanation uh. that I can understand them, you know. Yes. And, and even understanding is the second turning, you know, Bharatiya. It's not Correct. the penetrative understanding Correct. unless you have the direct seeing and you... Uh, uh, yeah, the direct seeing in pure awareness, like yes, you yes, fully yes. understand it. Okay, coming back to this dharma uh, uh, in daily life, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. something happened that I can really understand Kuan Yin's uh, Kuan Yin, um, cultivation, right? Mm, sadu. I can understand uh, what do you, I mean, besides the illumination of the five skandha, right? But yeah, I always yeah, yeah. understand uh, this. Kuan Yin Buddhist Tattwa uh, is uh, actually, re- I mean, renowned as the Buddhist Tattwa that understands the cries of the world. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that understand or listen, uh, the word is, yeah, listen. Uh, is Kwan listen. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, listen. Uh. The, the one, the Buddhist Tattwa who hears the cries of the world. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, through yeah. the it's through the hearing, you know, Brother Tio. Yeah, yeah, hearing, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. She, she she penetrated uh, and go deep into her pure awareness uh, the yeah, nature, yeah, 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 and yeah. illuminate the five skanda is yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so so after I actually after I read the Surangama Sutra, right? For the mm-hmm. first time, Ratio. Yeah. Okay, I read it. Then Sadio. I said, oh, so wonderful, you know, Bratio, yeah. okay? And yes. then something happened to me uh, in the most recent week weekend, uh, recent days, mm. uh, the recent weekend, Sadio. that I can really uh, finally uh, come to a full conclusion that I understand Kuan Yin Bodhisattva, you know? yeah. the Bodhisattva who uh, hear the cries of the world. Yeah. Okay. So what happens so is... The cultivation uh, is very unique. The cultivation. Yes, yes, and, it's very unique. And a lot of her vow has become part of nature's law. You know? That's why yes. the manifestation uh, happen automatic one no? the Kuan Yin's nature is everywhere then the vow has become part of nature's law it will just manifest or no you don't need to have Kuan Yin everywhere to listen to all that nature already uh, developed the vow until it's part of nature's law then that vow manifests or no like the vow that she has a uh, Whoever call upon his four hour or mantra or whatever, there will be a response no, if you do it sincerely. Uh, so that one is part of nature's law. No? That's why it will manifest one. So all those chanting the great compassionate mantra, Om Mani Pemi Hom, 
or gate gata gate parasam gate uh, and all those they will immediately receive response uh, of course the response when it comes it can be under different condition some under danger time distress and all that like my mother one then there will be a response then it will manifest then some is for their cultivation and all those things then some is for their protection blessing uh, and guidance so all this automatic one part of nature's law that nature will manifest once you have affinity it will come it will manifest that's why you come to understand after reading the surangama uh, part the quan si si is the universal's voice or sound yeah so the cry is one of them understand not? means the great compassionate nature yeah, is all over the world to actually fulfill whatever vow that her nature has manifested and become part of nature's law then this manifestation just like amitabha buddha yeah, they will actually respond automatically no need to have that beings uh, nature to be everywhere to actually fulfill all this because it's part of nature's law that's why it can manifest uh, and this understanding is beautiful very very beautiful that's why it allow the future coming of all those great beings to also innovate their own understanding and let it manifest for me my innovation is i want this understanding to actually manifest whenever this nature arise means follow the bohi mind yeah. so that one also another innovation that's why maitreya knew and asked me to share this so there are two parts one is the zhenfa second one is the cultivation of the zhenfa through this way to speed up the cultivation yeah. Very good, Pushing, Sadhu. Uh, yeah, you continue. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. coming to the, the, the sharing part, right? Uh, okay, yeah. Mm. So, uh, my mind is not as great as the Kuan Yin, but, but it gave the opportunity huh, to understand how Kuan Yin uh, ability huh, using the hearing huh, you mm. know, to go into the nature, okay? Yes. So, is I, I had this encounter at home. I won't mm. mention the name of the person, yeah. but but it was uh, one evening at night. Um, I was watching TV, and mm. then uh, I will call this person in the family as a person A. Person mm. A was uh, hungry and mm. wanted to eat some food. So mm. Mm. Uh, told me any food at home that this person can eat so i said yeah yeah i have i have so i stopped mm -hmm. watching the tv i went to the kitchen and i helped to cook i mean heat up the food, heat yeah. up the food because the food is in the, the fridge so i took it out and heat up then this person got angry you know got angry because uh tell me <laughs> off right tell me yeah. off why you don't use a microwave uh, oven you know it's faster <laughs> a few minutes done already I use the stove, ah, wow, I have to wait very long, you know, wait, you know, very impatient and angry already. So, 
you see, I only hear, brother Theo. I only yeah, hear and go, go straight into my nature. I, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. have any... I was very calm. Uh, nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, you know, just yeah. go into my nature and then I continue uh, doing it, doing the, the job. And then before I knew it, it's already done and put on the table. You ah, know? And, okay. and actually, Bratio, I can feel the energy of the yeah. negativity, you know, Bratio. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And this is beautiful. Because yes, when yes. you can see things as they are, when your wisdom is there, the movement inside becomes different. That's why it's not the usual movement, really. You will come yes. to that realization. And this is beautiful. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm. It, it was like so beautiful for me that I can even understand the great being uh, Kuan Yin and all. How yeah. the hearing can help li living beings in the future in the Dharma. Correct. In the age, you know? Correct. And this is a very powerful uh, to help to awaken uh, living beings in the uh, Dharma the... ending age. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. It was so beautiful for me. So mm. for me, I, I just do what I need to do and, yeah. you know, just get it done, you know, very quickly, within 10 minutes, Baratio, it's done. Mm, yes, it's not, as fast, it's not as fast as a microwave, one or two minutes, uh, you get it done. You but know, because it's much the better than the microwave. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, my wife also like. like to steam up things using the yes. steamer. Uh, we yes. do away the microwave. Actually, my brother brought me a microwave, very expensive <laughs> one at that time, 24 years ago, cost him 2000 but then it broke down after uh, I think about 10 years or what. Then we di didn't want to buy another one. So my wife went buy a good steamer or three layer one. Using the steam to steam uh, and warm up food or whatever is very good. Uh, yes, yes, Radio, and... that is precisely my point <laughs> that I want to come to. Yes, the reason, yeah. I mean, I want to use the conventional way steaming yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot healthy. Yeah, a lot healthy. healthy yeah. Yes. yes, the microwave oven uh, actually, uh, from what I understand, uh, it breaks down the molecular structure of the food. Correct. You know? uh. Something that is not healthy anymore. Correct, correct, correct. And, and we consume uh, all the unhealthy food for what? You know? yeah, we want yeah. to be healthy and then we do all the using all the convenient devices. Correct, correct. And, and when you are near the microwave, uh, I can tell you, well, I'm a technical person, I know. This type of wave you cannot see, you know. Exactly. Then, uh, if the microwave actually broke down or got any problem, uh, you don't know what happened or not. That wave yes. can, can actually come out. It can escape, yes. Okay, yeah. I want to yeah. talk about this also, Radio. This one, uh, I read the, because I want to investigate uh, mm. why the microwave is no good. So, to share with my family uh, that, yeah. you know, that is a scientific proof, you know, why it's yeah, no yeah, good yeah, as yeah. well, you know. Although people want to use a convenience way, but actually it's very unhealthy and it's right. harmful for all and, and risky, risky. Yeah, risky. Mm. Okay, coming back to this microwave, right? Okay, what happened is it changed the molecular uh, structure of the food, mm -hmm. right? This number one so make it unhealthy second one uh, like brother Tio said the energy of the microwave can escape you know yeah, from the you microwave don't know you know oh you then you are standing see. around there then you open yes, that yes. thing uh, you yes, think no yes. more uh. actually yes. that thing is still there uh. then correct, our body correct. also uh, like the food uh, with yeah. water content everything <laughs> 
the microwave, brother Tio. It's just and you have to that. put in your hand uh, to take the thing out. Uh, no? Sometimes yes, you, yes, you yes, have to be yes. careful. Yeah. Yes. So what happened yeah. is uh, this uh, research scientist said um, the microwave oven, uh, the gasket uh, over time also will get spoiled and you don't know it's spoiled. And then the all the energy of the microwave come out and it hurt your body, your eye especially. It will make, correct, you can, correct, correct. It can damage your eye very easily, you mm-hmm. know. So you also cannot see like Brother Theo said, it's mm-hmm. invisible, the wave is invisible, yeah, the yeah, energy yeah, is invisible. Yeah. You cannot. And then when you uh, immediately the bell uh, rang right then you go and collect the food you put your hand in your hand is being poked yes. yourself being poked as well you know go so ahead, it's extremely harmful la, brother Tio. like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't really like to use it in fact yeah. i also bought one years ago and then uh, over time uh, I, I i read more and more and i actually use less and less and then yeah, i throw yeah, it away yeah. okay, I throw it. so so after that i do not want to buy any more of that and i it is just not helpful, la, Bratio, you know. Okay, it, it hurts okay. you okay. and then in We need to end soon, summarize. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah conclude, eh? okay. Next time, so, maybe so... Then we have time we share again. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. conclude. So, you conclude yeah. Yeah. So, so, for that reason, I don't uh, advocate using the, the microwave oven. Yes. But anyway, my point is uh, about this Kwanyin uh, ah. sharing is uh, so wonderful and so helpful, you know, that mm. I uh, I understand it uh, much better now uh, mm. after reading the Surangama Sutra and uh, mm. listening, especially listening to Brother Tio uh, Dharma mm. sharing, uh, the Heart Sutra and all the other sutras, you know, that Brother Tio shared. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have a lot of uh, respect and gratitude for Brother Tio. Well, Thank you very so much, Brother Tio, yeah. uh, so for good, your so compassion uh, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sadu. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay, let us rejoice. Uh. Sadu. 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 Very good. So, we will conclude and end by reciting the closing puja. Huh? Akasata Chebumata Deva Naga Mahindika Punyang Tang Anamoditwa Chirang Rakantu Loka Sasana Eta Wata Chamehi Sampadan Punya Sampadan Sabe Deva Anamodantu Sapa Sampati Siddhiya Idang menya tinang hotu sukita hontunya teyo. Idang menya tinang hotu sukita hontunya teyo. Idang menya tinang hotu sukita hontunya teyo. Devo wasatakalena sasa sampati hetocha fito bawa tulokocha. Raja bawa tu damiko, emina punyang kamina, mame bala samagamo, satang samagamo otu, yawa nivana patia, sadu, sadu, sadu. Okay, let's now pay respect mindfully to Lord Buddha. Kwanin Bodhisattva and all the worthy ones. Then we shall end the whole Zoom session. Sadio to all. Thank you.